Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. One, two, clean. I just don't I, I realize that like I don't greet people I don't like greeting people agree oh greeting I thought you said first I said okay first I thought you said you didn't like green people then I thought you said you didn't like agreeing with people and then I recognized I hate greeting like when people are always like hi and then they hug me I feel so uncomfortable <laughs> really all. it could be my mother or father and I'm still uncomfortable I know a lot of people in my life who feel really uncomfortable with small talk like they're like skip right to it like what do you want you know like the pleasantries like hi how are you oh do you really care did you you know what I mean yeah. like has anybody ever called you out when you say like how are you to someone to be polite has anybody ever yeah. called you out being like oh do you actually care yeah and I'm like okay then I'll take it back <laughs> okay like you miserable by yourself but or like when you're like how are you and they're like oh life sucks and I'm like oh but um I just don't like like I like I like small talk or I'm fine with small talk I just don't like the hi and the hugs I'm just like okay can we just start talking like I don't know <laughs> that makes me so uncomfortable especially if it's it's worse if I know the person yeah Eric and I got in a debate about this earlier today. Do you think it's so I was saying like, you know, hi, how are you? Like I was saying how that's just like a polite, a pleasantry. Do you think it's actually polite even if you don't care about what the other person has to say? 
Yeah. I said I th- yes, but what do you think? I think it's an empty signatory. Like, you just say it because you're supposed to say not because it actually has any meaning. Yeah, right, right, right. You know, like, and I think the definition, like, in the definition of politeness, I was saying that, like, truthfulness or meaning doesn't really have anything to do with, like, yeah, I like people polite. are like, sup. No one cares what's up. You just say nothing much no matter what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, you know. Wait, did you have kick when you were younger, like, in middle school? Kick that app with Yes, K-I-K. before it became so nasty. That's what sucks, though. I feel like anytime you have something good in society, someone has to make it nasty. It's kick. <laughs> It's OnlyFans. It's TikTok. It's Instagram. OnlyFans really wasn't nasty at some point, which is funny. I'm like, I wouldn't... Okay, I was trying to... Okay, so my neighbor back home, I don't really know how old she is. She's a mother. And I was trying to explain to her what OnlyFans was. And it was so hard. I was like, it originally was an app where you could... Where celebrities would have, like, private platforms where they could monetize content. So meaning you would have to subscribe in order to get, like, a personalized message from them or to see behind the scenes, etc. So, like, cameo, but people actually use it. And then it quickly became a way to, for mostly women, but some men also, to kind of privatize the porn industry. And then she was like, well, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And I was like, that's a good thing. Because, like, porn is such a dangerous industry in the sense that, like, the men that control it are often extremely dangerous. They don't, like, not safe conditions, et cetera. And there's not a lot of protections in place. So it allows for women who want to do sex work or in sex work to be able to be in control of their own business platform and like get the money directly to them without being um, preyed upon. And also a lot of women with disabilities who otherwise wouldn't be able to get work are able to do it from the comfort of their own home, set their own hours, et cetera. And she was like, but it's sex work. Like, do you support that? And I was like, yeah, I don't have any control of what other people do with their own. Like, like that's like somebody mad that I want to be a lawyer. Like that's yeah. an anything to do with like us putting a hierarchy on the value of work. Or yeah. jobs. Well, because it's all subjective. It's not like you advocating for what you want to do. It's you advocating for like what other women want to do if they want to do it. Yeah. And so. like it, that only affects them. Yeah. You know, like if anything, being a lawyer when going to politics, that affects other people, you know. But I feel like we put a, like a value sticker on certain jobs that we deem to be acceptable or appropriate or whatever. But right. how to explain that to someone who like <laughs> has no idea what's yeah, going on. Generation, it <laughs> yeah. was like hard to put into words why I do support it or like I don't know it was kind of hard yeah for sure I try to explain to my grandparents what TikTok was and it just wasn't happening <laughs> seriously like, it, oh wait yeah. funny story about grandparents okay so my grandma we downloaded Amazon for her on her phone because she lives in New York and doesn't want to move anywhere where people can like help her so and yes I live in New York also but she lives like an hour from me but um and with COVID and everything so we got her the Amazon app and she doesn't understand that, like, you can subscribe to something to get, like, a monthly subscription to things or just buy it regularly. So she wanted to get cashews. I got, like, a tin of cashews. I don't know what. A tin, a bucket, I don't know, <laughs> of cashews. And she put it on a weekly subscription. So she's gotten, like, 40 cans of cashews. <laughs> and she doesn't understand why. And we keep explaining to her, we're like, Grandma, you signed up for a subscription. She's like, no, I didn't. I was like, yes, you did. It's like a button. You must have pressed it. And when I tell you, anytime there is a silence in any conversation, she's ranting about these cashews. And I think it's so random and so funny. Like, why would you order cashews on Amazon? Also, cashews is so specific. It's like, so why not specific. peanuts? And why do you have, like, a bajillion cans of them now? Don't you it's have a nut so- allergy? Yes. Yeah. And so does Cole. <laughs> so, Cole's my little brother. Cole has a nut allergy? Oh, I didn't know that. Only bad bitches have nut allergies. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> but speaking of like little 
issues we all have. Like, <laughs> you just call my object an issue, girl. I'm asked to be allergic to nuts. It just happened. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But speaking of like our own individual qualities, um, this episode is going to be about Sydney and I have noticed recently an uptick on listenership and listens and stuff and we're so excited and we really want to thank you guys so we wanted to take this opportunity not that this is the thank you you'll get your thank you we're doing a giveaway but we wanted to take this episode to kind of like reintroduce ourselves talk about ourselves I'm a Leo so this is like my dream come true Sydney's a cancer so maybe she'll cry just kidding uh, we're really uh, <laughs> are you getting tired of my cancer jokes um uh, so <laughs> Uh, and we're back in person. I came to New York for the weekend from Philly, so we finally get to like not have a huge delay and record on Zoom, and we get to like stare into each other's eyes very thoughtfully. So this episode is going to be all about how the podcast came to be, us, and our story, basically. Allows reintroduce myself. Did you want to start it off, or are, are you not? You're not good at starting. What, it are, off. We, what are we talking? About? Talk about yourself <laughs> for thirty seconds. You're not good at starting it off. You're not. You're oh. so humble. You don't like to talk about yourself. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like, when people, inter- like, after an interview, they're, like, tell me about yourself. And you're, like, Girl, I'm, I'm Sydney. Sydney. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, like, think about it. Like, do you get, yeah. like, a whole synopsis of your life? Or are you just, like, hi, like, I'm Sydney? Ooh, this is actually a good segment in this episode. How do you answer the question, like, tell me about yourself? And, it like, literally, that's such an open-ended question. I usually say, I usually, like, first of all, talk about my school because that's, like, the primary thing in my life. And then I move on to, like, this is what I do for work. This is what I like to do in my free time, and I'm passionate about X, Y, and Z. That's how I answer the question. What about you? It depends on the setting. Because, like, for example, I do law school interviews. Like, they always say, talk time about yourself. So I talked about, like, me, my personal interests. didn't have to do with anything with school. It shows personality. And then I talked about what I do in school in terms of academics, majors, and extracurriculars. And then also about my work experience. I try to do it in four sentences or less. Because when you start talking, talking, everyone's like, okay, shh, you know? <laughs> But I remember, like, in one of the interviews I did, I, like, told her that. And the only follow-up question she had was, girl, how do you sleep? <laughs> I was like, honestly, I don't. I try, but I don't. Yeah, she was probably, like, she already has a lot of experience with not sleeping. She's going to yeah. keep getting it in law school. I'm fine. Uh, Sydney and I, right now, we're in our living room. And, like, the TV is kind of not playing in the background. Like, we're not watching TV and doing this podcast. But, you know, when you pause a television show and, like, it just – does a montage of other shows that you might like that's what it's doing like right now it's on new girl and now it's on emily and fair you know stuff like that i feel like it's a like they're trying to entice you but i actually do get offended when they're like are you still watching because i'm like do normal people not watch this long am i watching for too long am i watching like not long enough are they checking in on me yeah do they want to know how i'm doing mentally stop it stop Ugh. when you who, who does not care you will wake up and it'll be four seasons later they do not care Oh my god. Yeah, I really like that. I feel the, like the reason I know that I am down bad is literally when they ask me that question and like I'm not having sex. It's like they have their like, oh, are you still okay. watching? No, because you no, remember that. I, I'm talking no, about no. me falling asleep because I'm tired. No, no. Sarah, like, no, like gutter do you remember that joke on TikTok where it was like when Netflix asked um like if I'm still watching and then all in the it's background. The noise. Yeah, it's, it's like, like the, the um, Okay, I don't know if we need to hear the noise. <laughs> it's like the it's like the dun dun, you know, like when the episode starts. No, you know what I'm talking about. Wait, and what? It's like the big and it's like dun dun dun. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dun, dun. yeah. Thank you for that clapping noise, Sarah. That You're really welcome. made the experience visceral. You're welcome. Maybe we'll get another fourteen thousand listeners from that. <laughs> <laughs> 
But I'll start it off. Hi, my name is Sarah Hodgson, to be specific. Um, I am now a senior at NYU, like Sydney is. We are both uh, communication majors. And I work in a lot of fields. Like if you follow me on TikTok or if you're like a longtime listener of the podcast, you know that I'm a social media manager. I have my own social media account. I, as of now, am an events director. And I also do the podcast. So I wear a lot of hats for sure in my um, job field, professional life. I'm Sydney. Hi, Sydney. I'm black. And, <laughs> well, I was wondering, because, like, if you think about it, the, we're so dumb by we, I mean me. When I made the cover for the podcast, uh, we, me and Sarah literally sat down. We were like, what sounds better, S- Sydney and Sarah or Sarah and Sydney? Like, we spent, I think, 15 minutes yeah. on it. But we're physically so dumb because if you look at the picture, it should be Sarah and Sydney because of the way that we're sitting. Because now it says Sydney above Sarah's head and Sarah above Sydney's head. So I feel like people just associate that. Because ultimately we decided that Sydney and Sarah flows better than Sarah yeah. and Sydney. So that's why we did it like that. But now visually it just looks dumb. <laughs> but it's funny though because my little brother's three so obviously he can't read yet. So when he sees the, because his, I don't know why, but his like baby iPad is subscribed to the podcast. <laughs> so it always pops up on his screen. And he's like, oh, look, it's Sarah and Sydney. But it's because he's seeing the picture, not reading the words. Oh, that's So cute. like flows for him. That's very My cute little brother loves Sarah. We were literally sitting in the car driving up to the mountain. And like no one is talking. Cole's watching his like Netflix. And he looks up and goes, I love Sarah. And my whole family was like, what? <laughs> He also called me handsome at one point. I think I physically cried. Yeah, he was like, Sarah, you're so handsome. I I know. Cole's and I's relationship has progressed. So just a little background around Cole since we're like sharing all of our stuff. We talk about Cole every episode on this podcast. He's three years old. And he is this little squish. I just love him so much. He's probably the most gifted kid I've ever seen. (laughs) This little boy can drive cars, play ping pong, dribble a basketball make a hoop seriously he's, make a hoop <laughs> he also drives that car into the pool but it's also yes. not a real car it's a toy car don't call child services on yes. parents. He, he drove like his like baby tesla yes into like the shallow end of the pool and we we're like asking him about what happened because he can swim which i also don't really understand because i couldn't swim slow in the least he's also vegan but like he can swim like in the deep end by himself yeah that's like crazy. no floaties like he's fine i was like what but anyway, he like fell in the pool and we we're like, Cole, what happened? He was like, Ugh, it's complicated. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know. He's an interesting child. So uh, Cole was born around the time that Sydney and I actually started to become really good friends. Oh my gosh. So my dad, so, okay. It's really weird because number one, my dad has more followers than me, which he will never let me forget. He has 10K on Instagram. It makes me embarrassed, uh-huh. but like, he's also like 60. So I feel like people that are that age that have followings on social media, like don't really know how to use it. Like, my dad's Instagram shows his age because he'd be taking pictures of people like zoomed in and posting <laughs> it with like no caption. Yeah. So he like doesn't really understand necessarily, though he works in like music and stuff, like the the etiquette of like social media and stuff <laughs> like that and like texting. So when Sabaya, number one, when they proposed, they just sent us a picture in the group chat of Sabaya wearing a ring. Like he didn't warn any of us, didn't tell any of us. We were like, okay. And then when they got married, once again, none of us were invited. They got married in our backyard and sent us a picture of it. We were like, okay. And then when <laughs> Sabea gave birth, my dad sent a video from the angle of her knees of her giving birth. 
And I cannot tell you, that was the best form of birth control anyone could ever give me. <laughs> that and watching my little brother and his little friends. So I was like, yep, not happening. That No, absolutely not. Since in our family group chat, like no warning, no nothing. I would hear screaming and I was like, no. <laughs> absolutely not. When, before you clicked on it, did you like know what it was? Or were you just like. <gasps> I thought it was like her holding the baby. So I was like, oh. And I see her knees and I was like, what is that? <laughs> what, what is that? No, thank you. Yeah, Cole's definitely friends with a lot of red Gatorade kids. Oh my god, all red Gatorade. Okay, if you guys don't know this, it's the most important thing you'll ever meet about me. Yes. I am like kind of psychic in the way that I can describe things to a T so well. <laughs> Mostly because I spend most of my life uh, staring at people and making judges judgments about them. So there is this breed of children that I have called my entire life red Gatorade kids. And it's because when you're in like third grade, which is like peak bad behavior time for some reason, there's always those two little boys, sometimes a little girl, and it was a little girl, she always has curly blonde hair, but the two boys in your grade who just got their first buzz cut, and they always have a ring of red Gatorade around their mouth, and they're just so bad. <clears throat> this substance can be exchanged with a lot of things. Chocolate. Doritos. Chocolate. chocolate. Especially chocolate. Yes. Like, how are you eating the most divine thing on this planet, and it's everywhere but in your mouth? <laughs> but- Usually, like, I feel like red Gatorade is, like, the baseline. For then sure. it goes to, like, chocolate, Cheeto dust, Dorito dust, other things. Yeah, yes. cake, like, yeah. But, I, yeah. But cake, specifically red Gatorade. Like and those kids just always are on their worst behavior. Like, if you see them, there's something, they are menaces to society. If you ever see them, they're doing something bad. <laughs> something about them, they're doing something bad. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days. 
but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. And something else you should definitely know about me is that I was a Disney princess for four years in high school. What that means was I did not work at Disney, but I was a princess. I worked for a birthday party company. So I would go, I was like a different princess every week. I was like Ariel, Cinderella, whatever. And I'd go to all these kids' old birthday parties. I am an only child, so I don't have any siblings. But when we're going to talk about birth control, oh my God. Like I've never had a harder time as a person mental health wise (laughs) than I have being Elsa because I don't know what it was about Elsa like I went to this one kid's house and I was you know Elsa is so adored in the the youngin community the youngin community (laughs) that I got there and everyone was freaking out about me at first but they had older siblings so the older siblings were taunting them being like that's not the real Elsa just that's a wig pull on her hair and you'll see and I was like no 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 don't pull on Elsa's wig let's be magical fairies together eh. and then the little kid pulled on my hair jumped off a chair so had my hair in in their hand on the floor and I do my wigs really I do my wigs really well so there was like bobby pinned all together like it was totally secure so it wasn't my fault but it was this whole six-year-old girl's like weight on my hair and she pulled it off and it slipped a little bit and when I tell you not only was I so close to getting fired but when she found out that I wasn't the real Elsa, she sucker, she right hooked me in the nose. She gave me a bloody nose. The, a six-year-old. So, I'm so uh, I like, I think sometimes right now I'm watching the TV show Survivor and I think sometimes like, oh yeah, I could totally do this. I could totally live for like 40 days on an island. Like I can do it. I'm strong. But then I think about that moment where I literally got beat up by a toddler and I'm like, no, no, I couldn't. Yeah, so. it's oh, the way that there are going to be no characters at my kids' birthday parties. I'm going to say, look, this right here is not real. <laughs> it is fake, and you're not getting it. Thank you. Are your kids going to believe in Santa Claus and no. Tooth Fairy? No. Why would no. you not let your child you believe in Lie to my child so they can be. If you have to bribe your children with some fake big bearded white man to make them behave, then maybe you shouldn't be a parent. <laughs> and so, Cole, we were setting up, because I arrived in LA on Christmas Eve, and my little brother was like, Oh, look at all the gifts under the tree. I was like, yeah. He was like, South Pole Santa came last night. And I looked at Sabay and I was like, what's And she's like, I'll tell you later. And he's like, yeah, and North Pole Santa's coming to, um, tomorrow. And like, my family is so unfestive. So instead of like baking cookies and like doing the whole carrot thing, <laughs> they got cold the Madelines from Starbucks <laughs> and he put the package out on the table. No. It was so funny. But Sabaya thinks, Sabaya said, this is all Cole's imagination also. Like, no one's told him this. He believes that. On the night before Christmas, like not like the night before Christmas Eve, Black Santa from the South Pole comes and gives you gifts, and then on Christmas Eve, White Santa from the North Pole comes and gives you gifts. I think this is a way of getting double the gifts. But I was like, how do you even process that as a three year old? And so he always calls it like South Pole Santa or North Pole Santa. Cole is the smartest little kid for two reasons in that scenario and you just said one one is that he doubles the gifts but two it's like how the fuck did he figure that out how the fuck does he make that assumption yeah because like there's two ways that could go either you have to say there is no south pole santa meaning there's no black santa and how do you tell a little black kid that when our house is full of black santas or you say the north pole santa is black but the answer there's no white santa so you're saying there's no santa because he only sees white santa in movies 
So he's smart for that. He honestly finessed it. Go, go Cole. I'm rooting for him. <laughs> but this is what I mean when I say this kid is gifted. Like, he plays ping pong. I lost a game of ping pong to a three-year-old. Okay, but you're awful at ping pong. <laughs> no, and Sarah was talking smack for days about ping pong. I'm pretty sure we played and it was like 21 to 4. <laughs> but back to the topic. Um, Sydney, I don't think you were finished. You still have to say like your school and like your job oh, and yeah. stuff like that. I, all I said was hi, I'm Sydney. And I'm like, um, <laughs> hi, I'm Sydney. I was born slash raised in Jacksonville, Florida. Ill. And <laughs> then I... My family, my dad moved to California, so I, LA, so I switched back and forth. And as Sarah said, I go to NYU mm-hmm. and I'm majoring, double major in media and communications and politics. And I'm going to Columbia Law next year. That's so weird to say, but I wanted to say it. Um, so now you can put in your Instagram bio, Columbia Law. Oh, girl, I already did. Col- <laughs> did you really? Oh, I didn't yes. even notice. I, I did it yesterday. It. That's hilarious. Only because I saw another kid did it from NYU, and I was like, okay, well, I can't let them upstate. Butterfly next to it. There's a, why is there a butterfly? I really don't know. It? I felt like I didn't have any, like, juice in my... <laughs> okay, I felt like... Okay, now how you have, like, a lot of bread, and you need something, like, wet with it, like water or wine, to, yeah. like, wash it down. I felt like there was a lot of bread in my, in my bio, but not enough wine or water. That was the best way of explaining it, and I, uh, my brain's kind of thrown. I'm really thrown by that. Um, wow. Mind-blowing. So, so I'm not really in social media. I'd be on there, but not much. And um, But I have three jobs, or technically four right now. I have the podcast, surprise, surprise. Oh, my God. And I intern at a corporate law firm, and I'm an IP researcher at another law firm, and I work for a ballot initiative in California. Yeah. That's crazy. I feel like we all wear so many hats. We have so many hats. We have, yeah, we have fedoras. We have fedoras. We have baseball caps. (laughs) (laughs) The way you said that was so seriously, yeah, we have fedoras. (laughs) I've never seen you wear a hat before. I wore, yep. In the crying in public photo shoot we did last year in the winter. That bucket hat. Yeah, that that wasn't even mine. (laughs) That that was mine. Does that count? No. Do bucket hats count as hats or are they caps? I've never worn a cowboy hat. I have for like a party, but you look like you'd wear it. You'd own a cowboy hat. Yeehaw! I do. Wait, that's so funny because I just saw it today. It's in my coat closet in Philly. You're funny. You're funny. I used to have a. Oh yeah, during my like peak cowgirl phase, when I got scouted at the mall by that fake ASS modeling agency. You've seen the video of me walking in that fashion. You say fake ASS? You're not my friend anymore. Um, I got Louis Vuitton cowboy boots. <laughs> Why? Don't know. Where are they? Don't know. <laughs> I have a secret, and it's that I really like country music, and both my boyfriend and my best friend hate country music. So whenever Sarah offers to play Ox, I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, Cindy, you'll love this song, and it'd be the most poppity pop 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 TikTok song. She's like, yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just really speaks to me. Like it just really makes me feel. Oh, yeah, my replay. Do you, know, you have Apple Music replay or your Spotify replay or whatever? Mm-hmm. I finally got mine, and I was actually embarrassed to post it because it's so depressing. It was like, um, the most depressed songs you ever heard in your life are my top four. And then the rest of the thing is just Doja Cat. And what were like, they? Yeah. Do you remember? Um, the first one was Kissing by Ed Sheeran, which I only play when I'm, like, really depressed. And it was, like, 400 plays. I was like, okay, <laughs> thank you. And then it was Good Days by SZA. Um, I can't make you love me by Adele. Yikes! 
And then that was your number three song. Yes. Oh my god, are you okay? And then, no. And then it was literally all Doja Cat, and I was like, yeah. Streets has made a comeback as her number one song on Apple Music, and I am here for it. That's her best song, hands down. I love it. Love it. Love it. My top five were literally like Euphoria, 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 Euphoria. euphoria. Like yeah. that since 2019, it's been straight my like. I love Labyrinth and probably Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars, The Weeknd, Labyrinth, and Beyonce and Rihanna. So, speaking of Euphoria, because I guess that's a little bit, you get to know about us because we love Euphoria. And we also just recently rewatched the first season, which is crazy. Eric watched probably 10 minutes of it, and you would have thought he was like, like, Euphoria? He did not comprehend it. He was like, who's this guy? He's an Euphoria? asshole. Who's that girl? She's an asshole. I tried to watch with my dad, and I was like, yeah, this is not happening. No. I can't There's wait. so many penises. There's like literally a scene where it's like a montage, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, I, okay, I applaud HBO for not caring about anything. Like, HBO does what HBO wants, and I respect it to the utmost degree. They got the The HBO money. Also, what I like about HBO, which is cool, especially in contrast of, like, the movie Don't Look Up, which I really, really hated. Um, HBO doesn't, like, what Netflix does, it's not, like, a kind of hate to Netflix, because obviously I love Netflix, but, like, what they kind of do, I feel like, is they just hire all the big names they can and they just, like, throw them all together in a mosh pot when it doesn't really make sense sometimes because they have that money money. But then HBO Max uses their money money to put, like, all of these beautifully crafted, like... Like, random, undiscovered talent. But, like, amazing talent. Amazing you know talent. what I mean? Yeah. Like Because exa- it's genuine talent, you know? It's not because of a name. Exactly. But I was telling Sarah, like, we were talking about Don't Look Up last night. If you haven't seen it, don't see it. No. Um, <laughs> I think that was Netflix's way. It was, like, a Netflix jerk where they were, like... We have so much money that we're going to hire every actor you've ever heard of <laughs> and put them in the worst movie possible just to show you we have money and that we can. And honestly, I do respect them for that. Not like no hate to them. Yeah, seriously. That's but the it thing. was. Like, there's no hate. <laughs> it was offensive to Meryl Streep though. Jonah Hill, I thought was funny because I love Jonah Hill like so much. But why was Meryl Streep in that? She had no reason to be in that. Jennifer Lawrence and Jonah Hill and maybe Tyler Perry are the only three actors that I could see actually being in that movie. But, like, why was Leonardo DiCaprio? He actually played his role kind of well. He did because he's a brilliant actor, but, like, why was he in that movie? That's what I don't get. Like, I liked Jennifer Lawrence's character the best, and this is so funny. I think that her bang is what made the character. Like, if her hair was any different, I wouldn't have believed it, but the bangs that are, like, literally in your hairline, that really made the character. It was giving satire, but satire is supposed to be, like, nuanced to the point where, like, it could be true, but you realize that it's, like, comedic satire. This, it was like, they were throwing up at the screen. This is satire. This is satire. Also, um, I thought it was funny that the technology guy was a mix between, literally, Elon Musk and Joe Biden, but I didn't get the significance of him being Joe Biden. But, yeah, I guess a little more just about, like, our I feel like we should talk about like our hobbies and our dynamic wait but first we should talk about the podcast or sorry so many thoughts we should talk about how we came to be as a podcast how we met and like our situation now so do you want to start that off because you're really good at telling the story yeah okay I'll start with how me we met Sarah and I met in 2019 2018 2019 2019 so it was a spring darty yeah yeah so we met and we met in the line. Okay, we had two different stories about how we met. <laughs> I think that I met Sarah because she brought donuts to my friend's dorm room. And my friend's roommate was Sarah's friend. And I think that's how we met. We didn't really talk, but like that's how I saw her for the first time. But we actually like met, met in the line at a frat party. And 
everyone's just being super annoying and guys are being gross so sarah and i were like ew and we went to the bathroom together like not in like a weird way but like no we just went both into the bathroom at the same time. and <laughs> you know girls in bathrooms at parties don't yeah. make it weird <laughs> you know how it is and yeah we became friends after that and we actually very much bonded over this one pasta place called vapianos rip vapianos pour one out um we actually went there i think two or three times a week to eat pasta vapiano is this like pasta restaurant but it's not like expensive and it's like you go up and basically you serve yourself so it's not like table service it's like you go up and order and then you take it to your table so the pasta wasn't really that expensive but it hit every time like my mouth I'm literally drooling thinking about it we were best friends with the manager so he give us free bottles free pasta all the time just if, it was if you wonder our where, life where I got my uh college 100 from it's <laughs> from Bobbiano Sydney yeah at Bobbiano we really bonded and speaking of Bobbiano it's actually we came up with the idea for the podcast um we were originally a group of six which is like a lot of people and we were all at Bobbiano and we were like being super emotional as we always were just, like talking about life and talking about how we want to start a podcast. Because I think it's right before COVID hit. So it was kind of like a period of time we were like, we're going to be separated. It's going to suck, blah, blah, blah. And we'd always joked about, well, me and Sarah always joked about having a podcast because we both talk a lot. And um, at that time, we're like, let's actually do it. So we're like, yeah, let's see what's our name going to be. And I said something about how we're always crying in public and it's embarrassing. And then it kind of just stuck. And we went from six to four to two. But yeah, we wouldn't change anything for what it is no because also pre-podcast Sydney and I and the rest of us girls were really known for um recently we have been crying in public a lot like freshman and sophomore year at college we all had a lot of things going on like major major life things so we would catch each other like across the street kind of avoid each other because we were crying so hard um where our dorms were like kind of near NYU campus we would just be crying in public and so that's how Sydney came up with our name and as soon as we heard it, we knew. We were like, oh, maybe we should try to, like, come up with other names just to, like, throw others in the pot. But then as soon as she said it, like, we were like, oh, this is it. I wonder what some of the other dumbass names we came up with. So I know yeah. there's some stupid things in there. Exactly. But then six became two just because of, like, life trajectories and professions and, like, business reasons. Um, and we're all here right now. And now Cindy and I are roommates and we're friends and we're business partners. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. We're on our second season. Yes. And we did our first season independent. And we signed with iHeartRadio for our second season, which was super cool, super fun. Yeah, super fresh. And we have about a month left of this season, which is actually going to be a lot of episodes. We have a lot of content coming out soon. And then we're going to start our new season, hopefully um, soon in a couple months. And yeah, it'll be super cute, super fun. And also be very different, not very different content, but maybe a little bit different because we'll be like out of college and grad school and working jobs and being like full-time adults so yeah and it's it'll be cool because we can speak on the post-grad experience because there are a lot of other podcasts there with like female hosts who are 25 26 who also have expertise in that area so it'll be really cool to broaden our horizons and also at least on my end I'm unfortunately leaving my event directing job specifically for the purpose to focus on school and I also get to put more attention into the podcast and my social media so you guys will be seeing a lot more from us in the coming months for sure. We also have a giveaway that we're giving out soon. So you'll <laughs> we're hear about away. that. Yeah, the <laughs> giveaway we're giving away. And yeah, so that's just kind of like how we were, what we are now, what's coming in store for us. But just a little more about Sydney and I like as people. I want to talk about like the past because there was a whole life before we met each other, which is literally insane. Okay, I'm, I'm going to say it for Sarah and the exact word Sarah is going to say it. Okay. <laughs> 
So my dad's in the military, so I kind of grew up everywhere. Like, the world is my home. Um, <laughs> I grew up in Belgium for a little bit, and then when I moved to uh, – oh, I was born in Virginia. I moved to Belgium for a little bit. I'm, like, around Europe, and I lived in Monterey for a little bit, and I went back to Pennsylvania to start high school. And, yeah, so I kind of, like, consider um, Pennsylvania to be my home. But, yeah, I'm a military baby, so I'm from everywhere. It's, I really haven't memorized That's it. That's me. Because everyone always asks you that, and you're always like, mm-hmm. so <laughs> I was in the military. <laughs> and it's literally so funny. It's so funny. I, I'm just not from anywhere. I'm not from anywhere. The world, <laughs> the world is that's my home. That's the only thing you miss. Is I'm really not from anywhere. Like, I was born in Virginia, but I don't claim it. You missed that no, part. That's the only part. part you missed. The but everything else was spot on. Congratulate. That was amazing. Thank you. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... <laughs> Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun, too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise. Aside from, like, where I lived my whole life, I really wanted to be in musical theater. I was a very extravagant child. I was very, like, energetic out there. Um, and so my whole life, I really wanted to be on Broadway. I wanted to do the whole star thing and fame thing. Um, and now those that, that direction's definitely changed because I started, like, auditioning for college. And Cindy has a similar experience, except more, like, on the screenwriting side, if I'm not wrong. But she'll get to that in a second. 
Um, so this is, that's just like interesting. Like I feel like we have a lot of parallels in our lives, which is why we fit so well doing something like this. Um, but I really wanted to do musical theater, so I started auditioning for colleges. And it told like I didn't even need to get rejected from anywhere to know that like that's just not what I wanted. Like I went to my first audition and I was just like miserable. Um, I knew that musical theater was something that I loved and it was a special place in my heart that I didn't necessarily want my livelihood to depend on. So now I'm in communications and that, the reason I like my major so much and I think Sydney feels a similar way is because it can encompass so many things. Like I have been in public relations, I've been in advertising, I've been in media relations, I've been in social media, I've been in event directing, you know, so I think that I kind of pivoted to that field. Sydney, what did you want to be when you were younger? Um, and did that like drastically change to his now? Not younger, like you wanted to be queen of the world when you were like three, but like. Yeah, dude, you know. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I wanted to be a chef when I was little, super little, despite never having cooked. Um, I think all little because of Cake Boss. Did you watch Ratatouille? Oh, it's Cake, uh, Cake Boss? Boss? What? And then I wanted to be a ballerina, even though I really was awful at ballet. I think every kid wanted to be though. I got really into politics in middle school and high school, so I saw myself running for public office or, like, running a campaign at some point, which I still think I might do. Yeah. And I also was really into writing, anything artistic. So I was really into photography, really into dance, really into creative writing. So I kind of wanted to take the screenwriting route when I went to NYU originally just to kind of encompass all of those interests. Quickly decided that's not for me at the moment at least. So I did the communication slash media and politics route. And now I'm going to law school. I'm hoping to be a lawyer for at least a little bit <laughs> and then maybe run for public office or work on a campaign or be first lady if I meet a Kennedy, Kennedy heir. And I will be the press secretary. Mm-hmm. Jo- Jack Schlossberg will sing to this. You're the one. <laughs> Who would you have play you in a movie about you? Reese Witherspoon. One girl. She's like forty years older than you. But no, okay. I would say Lily Reinhardt. If it was My like, age. If it was about you at your age right now, I would say Lily Reinhardt. I don't think you guys look alike at Good all, one. but you guys look similar enough where she could play you. I think we look alike. Um, Lily Reinhardt's a really, really good one, and I think I'll have to go with her because I can't think of a better one right now. If I do, I'll insert it. But all right, I'll do you. No, I won't. I don't know. You, yeah, prob- you probably already know. <laughs> uh, besides Beyonce or Zendaya, Stop whatever. It. Um, probably Ryan Destiny. She looks nothing like me, but she's prettier than me, and you don't need to know that. I think we both have baby faces. Yeah. Albeit hers is a cute baby face and mine's not, but they don't need to know that. You know, <laughs> they don't need to know that. Yeah, people just need to see her, and they're like, yes, no, you're I, stunning. I've so. always been told that I looked like the the girl from Gossip Girl. The black girl, the only black girl on that show. Um, the old one. She dated Nate and Chuck. I'm really bad with actor names. You know this name. You talk about her all yeah, the time. Yeah, I talk about her a lot. I look literally nothing like her. Maybe when I was skinnier. But I got that a lot. And I don't know why. Because we look genuinely nothing alike. I think people just saw a black person and were like, oh my god, that's you. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, I'll take it though. She's gorgeous. So we'll No, seriously, their lives is something that I strive for. Oh, yeah. Another thing about me is that I am very materialistic and I'm not afraid to say that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> sorry that went on the wrong part i'm very high maintenance and i'm very materialistic i love things that shine i love luxury goods i love treating myself what you we, say we love a self-aware queen no it's true it's funny though because like i think sarah and i are very yin and yang yeah. we're like 
we have a lot of similarities but a lot of opposite things like sarah's definitely nicer than me and more like pleasant to be around and like i'm definitely more like to the point and curt but i think i'm definitely more okay i'm definitely girly you're fine i would say thank you i definitely less girly like you're more like pink and glittery stuff i'm more black and black girl stuff and you're more materialistic in like a nice way no it's just true um it's not offensive <laughs> i would say I'm, i just like, don't really care about designer things like if you're gonna give it to me like thanks but <laughs> i'm not like i don't like dream about it yeah. i would say um which is weird though because i feel like personality wise you would think it would be opposite that's it's just true like i mean like i've wanted um luxury goods and like luxury things and like luxurious people around me since like i can remember uh, that's why I'm friends with you. Just kidding. Thanks. No, Am I luxurious? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but no, I think, yeah, that's definitely true about me. I mean, I grew up as an only child, so <laughs> I've been spoiled my whole life. You, you, get, you radiate such only child energy. I know. Such I only so child energy. Yeah, my parents definitely baby me, which I like. Wouldn't have it any other way. I do wish I had siblings moving around a lot when I was younger just because I was lonely a lot of the time, but... When, like, now as an adult, I really, I'm so happy I didn't have siblings. Uh, I love my red wine. I'm trying to think of, like, little tidbits about me. So I'll go on, like, a little rant. I love red wine. Um, You hate to cook. I hate to cook. uh, But I will. Like, I think there's a a beauty and creativity to be found in cooking. But I just don't want to do it. Hold on, hold on. Pause, pause, (laughs) pause, pause. What, 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 what? This girl just said she likes creativity and cooking. She makes the same thing every morning. And it's the most disturbing mix of food. She makes his calamata olives, ill, feta cheese, ill, sriracha, and eggs, and puts on a piece of bread. <laughs> it's the most disgusting mix of food I've ever yes, heard of in my life. That's very true. But yes, creativity and cooking. But, no, because no, you didn't let me finish. I was saying that I, there's a certain creativity and beauty in cooking. I just don't want to do it, and I don't. And that is that is. I, I respect that. I respect that. Um, like, I love the art of cooking. Like, Chef Ramsay definitely, like, watches show all the time. He does the show where he travels around the world and with other gourmet chefs, and they, like, learn about food and stuff. And, like, wine. Love that show. Love watching cooking shows. Love watching Sydney cook. I will just, you know, not the best cook myself. Like, I love going out to dinner. Love going out to restaurants. That's, like, my number one personality trait. Uh, and I also love New York City, and my entire TikTok is about the city that I live in. I love to sing. I sing too much. And I love Chanel. Okay, your turn. Rapid fire, go. Name like 10 things you like. I like Chris Jamal Evans, aka Captain America. I like the color black in clothing. I like to read sometimes. I just bought four books. I'm very excited to read. My goal this year is to read at least one or two books a month. Um, I like rewatching the same TV shows for four years straight. <laughs> um, I like cooking. I like going out. I like spending quality time with people. I also just realized, as I do, I have no personality. <laughs> I was like, what do I enjoy doing? I literally don't know. Um, you, you have a really good work ethic. You, yeah, you I think my life and, like, has been about school for so long that yeah. I don't know who I am without school. Um, Ooh, we both depressing. like... Wait, I'm sorry, you go. Uh, I say that was so depressing to say. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm kind of... A, not, I'm not depressing. Nah. Mm. <laughs> depressing i can be depressing but i don't think that i am another thing about city and i is we both like sex in the city uh we literally are obsessed with it we try to live our lives like it we fail but we need to watch the new episode that came out we do it came out yesterday um ew the last episode okay spoiler spoiler alert uh if you haven't fin- like watched the last three episodes of sex in the city skip 
30 seconds. Carrie was literally dying in the other it's room. Just, she's just watching it. I, I know, she's like, literally watching it. I was watching it with my stepmom the episode, and yeah. I was just like... And she's also like screaming, moaning, like literally screaming, and yeah. Carrie's just like peeing on herself. Why also, didn't Carrie say anything? Like that's okay. I'm sorry. That's literally Carrie's fault. <laughs> Carrie could have been like, "Excuse me, I need to pee." No, she's like, mm, "I'm gonna pee in my snapple bottle." <laughs> and I, I, I have such beef with Carrie right now. First, okay, number first, number one, number number, number one, first. number first. <laughs> she literally like, like big is dying, and she's like, "I'm gonna put my manolos in the water." Like call nine one one. She's like, just, she's like uh, "John, Mister Big," and just stands there. Girl, number one. Number two, okay, the, the tra- personal trainer was really cute, so yeah. I'll give her slap. Samantha's not there. That's my number one beef in yeah. the show. And like, I like it how Fuck they're including y'all. her though a little bit. I like it, but if it doesn't lead up to an appearance by Samantha, I'm gonna hate it. You think they'll do a, multiple seasons of this, or just like a one, a one series? Type? I'm predicting a one and done series, but I hope they do multiple seasons because I, I mean, I'm still gonna watch it, even though I have, you know, Cindy and I have our qualms with the show. Um, if you want to like see them, just go like three episodes back. Yeah, it's called. We ran about it for like thirty minutes, but um, I, I mean, I love Sex in the City, and I'm always gonna love Sarah Jessica Parker, and I'm I'm always gonna love the characters and like the promise that the show portrays. So I re- I'm I'm gonna watch it and just I grew up with Sex in the City. Like I started watching that show when I was way too young in like second grade. My mom's a bad mom. Just kidding. But- <laughs> So that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening and for letting us reintroduce ourselves to you. We love you and we're so thankful both for the recent uptake we've had in listenership lately and for your support if you're an OG or whether you just came. We love you. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeart or wherever you get your podcasts, really. And on social media, we're on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Crying and Bubble Podcast. Yeah, bye. Bye. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.